0: The Blue Jackets had a wildly successful NHL draft. Our guest today is Gavin Brindley. He was a big reason why Jackets fans are so excited. We'll let himself tell you what has Jackets fans so excited today on Locked on Blue Jackets.
1: Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Hileshorn. With me in a minute is my co host, Jay Foster. We're here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team and ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get going, we want to thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, YouTube, and the Sirius XM app. Again, very special guest today—it's the 2023 second-round draft pick, Gavin Brinley. This interview with Gavin Brinley is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com/lockedonnhl or enter the promo code Locked On NHL for a free white tech hat with any order you won't want to take your bird dogs off we promise you this hat is very very cool by the way now i'm going to give it to old j and i sitting down with your 2023 second round draft pick gavin brinley
1: so we're here with blue jackets draft pick gavin brinley uh, currently playing at the university of michigan uh so let's uh start off gavin uh just tell like can you tell us a little bit about yourself uh, you as a hockey player, like you as a person, what uh, what do, what should people know
2: about you? Well, yeah, um, I grew up in uh, Fort Myers, Florida, so um, my dad was playing down here in the East Coast League for the Everblades and uh, retired down here and had me, so lived here my whole life and um, obviously hockey wasn't really the biggest thing down in Florida, so it was uh, important to kind of help build the game and I think that's uh, one of the reasons I play hockey is to try to help kids in Florida. and help uh, show them if there's a path to make it anyway. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can play center wing, uh, 2 on for player. Um, I like to play with a little chip on my shoulder and play pretty hard for, for a smaller guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, love to score and obviously uh, put up points, but you got to do uh, everything you can to tr- contribute to the team. So, as long as you're winning, then life's good and um, you never want to be on the other side of that. So, um, yeah, going back to Michigan and Hello, everything about Michigan and the guys and everyone. I'm excited to get back there and see everyone. So it should be it should be a fun year next year.
0: Yeah, that's that's really exciting. And yeah, the team's team's looking good again per usual. So hopefully another deep run for you guys. But um, just asking you a little bit about the draft process. You know, just mostly about growing up. A lot of kids have the dream of being drafted in the NHL. When did you cross that line to? Oh shoot, like I. I probably am going to get drafted. Like when did you, when did it become fully realized for you that you were going to be drafted in the NHL?
2: Yeah, I think um, probably when Christmas time rolled around my uh, freshman year. So after the world juniors and after all that stuff kind of came to an end, I realized that like, I, there's a good chance we'd be, be drafted pretty high here. So um, yeah, I mean, obviously you you think about it a little bit, but you don't want to think too much about it because um, I mean, it's it's pretty tough mentally going through the season and, and thinking about all, all that outside stuff at the same time. So um, you just want to think about uh, your day-to-day life and how you can be better every day and uh, be better the next day. And um, I mean, you're playing at Michigan at the time, so it's a pretty cool place to play and um, you just got to embrace every moment that you get. Yeah,
1: for sure. I want to talk a little bit about kind of the draft experience. Um, obviously we've seen all of the like the articles and the stories about how cool it is that you and Adam Fantilli get to get drafted by the same team and hopefully get to play together for for a very long time. Um, but what was kind of the draft day experience like for you?
2: Yeah, it was pretty pretty crazy, pretty nerve wracking to be honest. Like you don't um, you don't really know where you're gonna go or where where you're gonna end up. But um, I mean, I had so many family and, and friends there, probably like 100, 120 people. So. <laughs> There's, uh, there's a lot of people, and everyone was really excited. And, um, yeah, going into the building, it's obviously um, a moment you'll never forget. And you hear your name called, it's um, – I mean, it's a whole dream come true. But it's not the end of the road, and there's still a lot of work, uh, work to be put in still. and um, But, yeah, I mean, Nashville did an unbelievable job. Um, that was a great, great city to have it. And uh, I know a lot, of, a lot of my family members had a good time, so – they were uh, very happy that they got to go and experience that. And I'm so happy that they were there to support me. So, um, yeah, I mean, me and Adam getting drafted to the same team, we uh, kind of talked about it through the year. We were like, what are the chances, blah, blah, blah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it uh, ended up this way. I think things happened for a reason. And, um, I mean, I'm so happy for him. He's, he's going to do great this year. And hopefully one day we'll be able to play together.
1: Yeah. Did you know that Columbus wanted to draft you or was it a surprise?
2: I had, I had no idea to be honest like I had no idea where I was going or when I was going and um, kind of right before uh, Columbus picked, Adam was kind of sitting like right across the ring from me and I was sitting there like with his fingers crossed like this and I was like, oh my he probably has a little bit of pull here so <laughs> um, <laughs> he's backstage like yeah get that guy, get that so guy. <laughs> this could be it here and uh, yeah, we heard my name called and we we're so happy he gave him a big hug and um, yeah, I know it's it's pretty cool how it worked out.
0: It's it's great, man. And obviously, first thing Blue Jackets fans did was, you know, roll some Adam Fantilli highlights and can't help but notice you on the ice as well in a lot of those plays. I mean, you look like a, a very energetic player. It looks like you cash in on a lot of your opportunities when you get chances to score. But I, I'd like to hear you describe yourself as a player a little bit. What what kind of a player is the Blue Jackets organization getting?
2: Yeah, Um I, uh, like like you said, I play with a lot of energy. I think that's uh, probably the biggest pauses in my game is um, my speed and my skating. And um, I always like to keep things pretty loose and um, always pretty energetic in the locker room. And um, so, yeah, I mean, um, obviously I love to score goals, like I said, and you, you got, it's uh, tough to put up points at the levels that you play at. So you've got to find other things to be good at. And um, I've been very fortunate to play in very, uh, very positive positions and, um, yeah, I play, play everywhere, every situation pretty much, wherever, wherever you need me, I'm, I'm there. And, um, but, yeah, like you said, like I play with a lot of energy and I like to play with a little chip on my shoulder. And, um, yeah, I can play center wing too. So uh, being able to have the ability and the flexibility to play anywhere up, in the line, up and down the lineup is, um, I think, another one of the strengths of my game
1: is there a player that you kind of model your game after? I know Columbus has been really lucky with some kind of smaller players in the past, but is there any of those guys like, you know, Johnny Gaudreau, Cam Atkinson, guys like that. Is there anyone that you kind of model your game after?
2: Yeah. I like uh, brain points a lot. I think um, his skating and and his skill set and how he moves on the ice is pretty incredible. So that's probably um, one one of the guys I try to model my game after the most. And Jonathan Marchessault too. I think um, he comes up in big moments at big times. So, I like to uh, like to have that one under the belt. be mean, like, you score a pretty big goal at pretty big times and, and uh, help the guys out. So, um, yeah, probably those two players the most.
0: You guys had a special season last year getting to the Frozen Four. And um, gosh, in, in your freshman year, I can only imagine how exciting that was. But you still got some more work to do up there in Michigan. Uh, what, what are you working on personally this summer um, to kind of sharpen your skills and uh, grow your game?
2: Yeah, it's been a pretty crazy summer, honestly, just uh, with the draft and development camp and real junior camp and um, all this stuff going on. So uh, just trying to spend as much time as I can at home training. Um, off-ice is a big, big thing for me. Obviously, you want to be as strong as you can going into the season, but um, at a weight that you like and you're able to move that. So um, off-ice stuff is just... Lifting, just your your normal lifts and mobility, been getting into big mobility lately, and um, on the ice just kind of touched up everything, to be honest. Uh, my shot, I've been working on a ton. Um, one time or a ton, I played there on, on the power play towards the end of the year, so... Um, you never know where you're going to play. So I think uh, you got to kind of round out everything and skating is something that I always work on too. I think that's um, the strengths of my game and um, to keep touching on and working on that stuff is, has been huge and um, you got to love to score goals. So it's been a lot of goal scoring this summer and um, just finding pockets and finding different angles to, to ma- manipulate yourself and, and the defender. So it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a great summer. It's coming to an end here. so. Um, kind of just get your last couple of skates in and, and see all the guys at school. It'll be fun. Yeah,
1: let's uh, let's talk about uh, school for a bit. Did you always know that you wanted to go NCAA, or were you thinking about major junior, or what was your kind of thought process? Um,
2: I, I think you want to leave every door open when when you're coming up through through that kind of that age and that level. Um, my dad played at Miami University, so he played uh, he played college hockey, and um, I mean college. I think was always something that I wanted to do. It's just uh, be able to have the education part available to you at all times, and you never know what's going to happen, right? You could get hurt, and um, if you play in major juniors, it's I think it's definitely a little bit more risky. But I think if you're a high-end player and you do well in major junior, it's uh, might be an easier transition. I don't really know. I've never never done it, but um, yeah, I mean, I love love college hockey. I love everything about it. I love Michigan. Um, I love the guys, there, coaching staff, trainers, everyone that puts all the time and effort in, into our team are, are unbelievable people and they want the best for us. So Michigan has been, uh, I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. And, um, it's a pretty special place, like I said, so, um, I'm happy that there's some Michigan guys in Columbus too. I'm sure, I'm sure they gel, gel pretty well together. So.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, we're, we're banking on that at least, um, yeah. as, as fans, <laughs> We're going to get back to our discussion with Gavin Brindley in just a second. But first, I want to tell you guys about bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. The bird dog stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and legs, giving you that truly sculpted look. That's right, guys and girls. If you've been working on your thighs this summer, well, that's great because bird dogs are going to make them look good. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as other competitors like Lululemon, but they just fit way better. Uh, they fit way better than any regular shorts as well. Those regular stiff restricting cotton shorts, you're not getting that with bird dogs. Bird dogs fix that, stre- that bad cotton issue by inventing a cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs also uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So go to birddogs.com slash locked on NHL or enter the promo code locked on NHL for a free white tech hat with your order. That, hey, maybe you know you get shorts and stuff. You can give the hat away. You know, it's that way. You and your uh, significant other are both happy when that package comes. So again, go to birddogs.com/slash lockdown nhl or enter the promo code lockdown nhl for that free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. But just talking more about Michigan, I mean, it's just been draft pick after draft pick up there. It's it's kind of been. It's roll it's rolling you guys just have a, a a one-way road right to columbus when you once you go there it seems like but um what is it what is it about the Michigan hockey program that just keeps turning out draft pick after draft pick
2: yeah i mean i think uh our day-to-day life is is really really it's not intense but it's it's at a point where it's intense enough and you still get your rest during the day that you get, the, you get the best out of yourself every day. I think um, when we, we work out in the mornings and we have our lifts um, in the mornings as well, and then you kind of have that couple hours kind of rest before practice. And if guys want to go out early and train, they can do that or stay after practice. So the ice is there all day um, whenever you want to go out and skate. And um, I think obviously the most important part of college is, is developing as a player and as a person. So having all these resources available to you whenever you want um, at, at any time of the day. It's, I think that's huge for, for a lot of guys, especially myself. Um, so, I mean, Michigan, uh, like I said, it's, a, it's a very, really special place. Like I, it's awesome. And I wouldn't want it any other way, but it's um, yeah, I think just the day-to-day life and how they take care of us and um, how they treat us is, is on another level.
1: What's your favorite arena to play in, apart from obviously your home rink at at Michigan?
2: Oh man, um, I like playing at Michigan State. That's always fun. Those those rivalry games are fun. I would say Ohio State, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean they get a good crowd when we play there, but it, I think it's pretty big, so it's not not too much of an atmosphere. But um, Penn State's pretty pretty electric too. That place uh, always packs when we play them, and they get a pretty pretty crazy uh, student section. So. That place, is, uh, that place is pretty cool, too.
0: Um, what was your uh, favorite memory of the season? I mean, you guys had, you know, you, constant battles with teams like uh, Ohio State. You guys even played an outdoor game against Ohio State, but uh, you also had the, the tournament run. What was your favorite uh, memory throughout your freshman year so far?
2: Oh, man. Um, the outdoor game was really cool. Uh, you don't get to do that too many times, but um, even though we lost, that was – that was a really cool experience, and uh, just everything leading up to that, and the hype, and, and all that stuff. It was great, but um, I'd say regional final in uh, Allentown when uh, yeah Mackie scored that goal. That was that was uh, yeah that was that was pretty cool. We were uh, kind of one one going in OT there, and we were just looking around the locker and like we can't we can't lose this for the seniors. Like they're they're, so <laughs> and they're like this is it. they're like this could be it, and we're sitting there and we're like. We can't we can't let this happen. So um thank God Mackie scored two two second or two minutes in or whatever it was. And yeah, that uh, that bus ride home was we were we were all dropped <laughs> up and, and the flights and that was that was awesome. So everyone was uh really excited about that one. I think that was probably my favorite.
1: Yeah, bus rides are always better after a win, I feel yes, like so it's yeah, it yeah. getting on the bus after a big loss. Yeah,
2: bus, <laughs> yeah, the plane rides get pretty quiet too after a loss. So it's nice. It's yeah. uh, definitely nice when you win on a Saturday.
1: Obviously you guys got pretty close to a national championship this season. Uh so do you have anything like next season that you want to accomplish? Like put like either you as a player or as a team?
2: Yeah, I mean obviously I think the goal is to win a national championship. That's I think that's the standard of Michigan every every year that you go in there is you want to win and they haven't won in a while. So um I think we gotta try try everything we can to kind of turn the tables a little bit and we we get closer and closer every year. So it seems like uh one of these years it's bound to happen and I hope uh, I hope that I'm there, there, there while we while well, we could still do it. But um, I mean, as a as a player too, I think just rounding out my game and being as consistent as possible, I think um, that's the goal for myself. And I know that uh, a lot of guys, if um, if we get that chance to go go to the final for or the Frozen Four again, then I know that uh, we're going to make the most of it. So,
0: what what's that uh, that feeling? Just going back to you and Adam getting drafted to the same team knowing that if everything goes you know the way that you hope that it goes you guys will be playing in columbus together like what is just like how is your what was your relationship with adam beforehand versus now after getting drafted and i guess what what is it like thinking about the future that you guys could be having together in columbus and just all the other michigan guys yeah
2: yeah it's pretty pretty crazy to be honest i mean um obviously growing up we played against each other since we were probably 10 11 years old he was playing for the Toronto junior Canadiens and I was playing here in Florida. So we had some battles back in the day, but um, yeah, I never really knew him as a person until this year in Michigan and uh, live in the dorms together. I mean, watch hockey together every night, pretty much. And um, we always, we're always hanging out together. We're two youngest kids on the team and um, yeah, we, we hung out a ton and we're uh, we're best buddies and it's, uh, it's pretty crazy how it all works out. I guess. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy to think about that. You might be playing the NHL with your best friend and, um, I hope he hope he lights it up this year so that way <laughs> it gives, gives me a chance to, to get a chance. But, um, yeah, no, he's such a great kid, uh, great family, just just a great all-around person. And Columbus is going to love him. And, um, yeah, no, I can't wait to see what's in next for, for us.
1: Yeah, we're, uh, we're real excited about – well, about all of the kids that were drafted, but we're real excited about, uh, about Adam. Uh, are you close with anyone else on the team? Obviously, we've got a lot of Michigan guys in Columbus. It feels like every year we just get more and more Michigan guys. Do you know any of the the other ones?
2: Um, yeah, I'd, I've never really met KJ, but he texted me after the draft and um, hung out with Blankenberg a little bit when he was there uh, the summer before I went in. So I was there for a little bit. And um, yeah, I mean, those two are probably the only two. I I can't remember. I skated once um, in the summer with uh, the Hughes brothers and a couple other guys. I can't remember if Renski was out there. I don't think he was, but um, yeah, no, I haven't met him. And um, but I mean, it seems like all those guys—they—they they love it there. And every 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 person that I talk to says Columbus is—it's uh, growing crazy, and uh, they love their hockey. So it's uh, it's very really cool, and I'm very fortunate to be drafted by there.
0: You got to spend some time right after the draft uh, in Columbus for the development camp. Uh, what did you enjoy most about that experience, either on or off the ice?
2: Yeah, I think just learning. Um, obviously, you have guys like Rick Nash and, and those guys that have played in the NHL for a long time, and Dorse and and all these guys that are there to help you as as a player and as a person too. So, um, them kind of showing us the ropes on and off the ice. And um, I mean, it's a it's a huge learning experience. I think you go there to obviously showcase yourself, but at the same time, you got to keep both ears out and, and learn as much as you can. So, um, learning from those guys is it's pretty it's pretty cool. You're very fortunate to have those those kind of guys to. To watch and, and learn from and listen to, so um, like all the other guys there, to the AHL guys and um, all the other prospects, it seems like there's there's a ton of good pro- prospects and talented kids that Columbus has. So it was a lot of fun playing with those guys and getting to know them and see where see where they're gonna end up in a little bit here.
1: I want to kind of go back to you as a player for for a minute. Um, obviously, you're a, a smaller guy on the ice. Like, has that motivated you to to? Get better and improve, or is it something that like you don't really think about a lot when you're on the ice?
2: Um, on the ice, no, I don't don't think about it at all. I think um, like guys that are six four can play like they're five eight two, right? So I think um, you know you, you it's not necessarily play as big as you can, but you definitely want to have the kind of swagger to you and a kind of little chip on your shoulder that um, you know you you can take you can take those guys on one on one. So um, being able to, I mean, like I said, I think now the games changed a little bit where a lot of speed skill and deception so I think being able to have those things in your toolbox and um be able to manipulate guys is, is huge especially now for today's day in game so um yeah I know I don't necessarily think about it I think obviously when you're on the ice with a guy at 6'6 maybe like you're lining up against me like well there's a big boy here but um yeah Low no. center of gravity though. That's, what,
1: that's what I because I'm I'm a i am i am am small as well and I played forward for a bit and I always remember
2: yeah, yeah. center of gravity that's right. That's right. It's all on your, your legs and your butt. So um yeah, I mean as long as you're explosive and, and quick and um you can get around the ice. So I think uh yeah, in today's day and age it's it's obviously tough to make, it still has
0: a smaller forward, but I think um yeah, the smaller guys have a better chance now for sure. We know for you know, you you professional athletes, it can sometimes just be hockey, 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 hockey. What 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 do you do to kind of get away from the rink, kind of take your mind off the sport? Like, what what are some of the hobbies or just anything else you like to do just to get away from the game?
2: Yeah, I love uh, love to golf. Um, I've golfed probably since I started playing hockey, so. I, uh, I golf quite a bit when I'm home and um, love to golf in Michigan. we got a beautiful course there, the U of M course. So uh, us and the guys, we go out quite a bit. And when the weather's good, it's not not too good very often, but you got to take advantage when you can. But um, yeah, I mean, I like to be on the lake and, and in the ocean. Um, I don't see my family very much. So we're always doing something on the water, or wakeboarding, surfing, and whatever it may be. So um, love to be outside, love to fish, uh, golf um, pretty much. Cornhole here and um yeah pretty much pretty much anything honestly and i'm down for everything so um yeah i like to like to be outside and like to do things that are pretty active
1: yeah well i think that's kind of everything that we have uh is there anything that we kind of haven't talked about about like you or your game or anything that you think that people should know or
2: um i don't know to be honest i think we pretty much touched on everything (laughs) you guys i have one
0: question i have one question i just i um just a little bit about your father i mean he played professionally. What is what was it like um, being raised by him, and what is your relationship with like him and your parents today? You just said you don't get a whole lot of time to see him, but what it what does that relationship look like?
2: Yeah, I mean, um, they travel a ton to come come watch me play and, and stuff like that. So very fortunate they get to do that. But um, yeah, I mean, I'm extremely close to my family. I got three younger siblings. I'm I'm the oldest of four. So their uh, girls are dancing and gymnastics and cheer and all that stuff. And uh, my brother plays hockey too. So they're, uh, they're, they're, all pretty active playing a bunch of sports and um, yeah, my dad's from Thunder Bay, Ontario. So our uh, big hockey, hockey hotbed. I think a lot of guys that come from Thunder Bay end up being pretty successful in the hockey world. It's a pretty crazy, small town, but they love their hockey. And um, yeah, he played in the USHL a little bit, played for Miami and then uh, played 10 years pro after that. So I think um, just kind of growing up and as soon as I was born, hockey was kind of kind in my blood and didn't really want to do anything else. So I think uh, he definitely carved a pretty big path for me. And um, yeah, I'm excited to, uh, excited to keep working with him. And I mean, he's been my coach since I was, I was pretty much starting playing too. So um, leaving him at 15 and um, not having him as a coach anymore was a little different, but uh, yeah, no, it's been, been great. He, he trains me all summer pretty much and we have, uh, we have a great relationship.
0: It's good stuff,
1: cool. man. Yeah, we uh, well, yeah, we want to say a huge thanks for uh, coming to hang out and and talk. Uh, it's gonna be tough for Blue Jackets fans to hear this, but you know, all the best at Michigan this season. <laughs> yes. I know that uh, a,
2: little bit of a, a little bit of
1: uh, <laughs> yeah, well, well, a
2: yeah. I don't of know. I think, I, uh, I think at camp I saw some more Michigan jerseys than Ohio State jerseys. <laughs> <so> no, my <nobody laughs> yeah. over there. So yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll. Uh, We'll see i have to worry about that bridge when we come to it we're playing in ohio so
1: yeah i know there's a very funny quote from zach Wierenski a couple of weeks ago where he was like what if we make hail to the victors the uh <laughs> the blue jackets win song and there was a lot of people that got real mad about it that's like, good oh, purgatory
0: you know, yeah that's you, cup, you
1: can play whatever you want <laughs>
0: <laughs> obviously
2: us mission guys we'd love to hear that but um yeah no, i'm sure the fans would really like it they're, they're, probably, they're probably a little bit more important than us so um but uh yeah no it'll be it'll be interesting we'll, we'll see what happens but um yeah some some big football games this year can't wait yes so,
0: oh yeah. yeah oh yeah thanks yeah. a lot gavin good luck to you yeah, man we appreciate it Good luck thanks with the next season,
1: and uh hopefully we'll see you in a blue jackets jersey not too uh
2: not too far away sounds good thanks guys have a good one
0: and that's all we have for you guys today. Tomorrow, we are having on more guests, this time guests from Locked on Flyers as we continue our Metro Division preview. Thank you so much for listening to today's interview with Gavin Brindley. Thank you for making this your first listen every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube and the SiriusXM app. My name is Hayden Heilshorn. You can find me on Twitter at HaydenH971. You can find my co-host on Twitter, Jay Foster at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find the show on Twitter at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. You can also email the show, LockedOnBlueJackets, at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening, and until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.